I told people at work about the cement mixer being part of last week's drink, and I'm pretty sure one of them almost threw up, so I guess it technically really did fit the whole unholy theme, at least. Puke, the gift that keeps on giving. Throws! Balls! They're everywhere! Brawls Balls, the World of Warcraft podcast with a dirty mind and a clean behind. Hosted by Bentolis, Gershom, and Wooly. What's up, swingers? From the TB headquarters on the foamy streets of Milwaukee, welcome to episode 34 of Thrall's Balls. I'm Wooly, joined once again by Gershom and Bentolis. On today's show, we mix up a Frost Death Knight drink, contemplate the meaning of overthinking shit, and we're drafting a five-person heist team made up of WoW characters. So, hi guys, how you doing? Happy birthday, uh... What, day late? Two days late, Gershom? How was your birthday? It was good, thank you. It was um it was on Friday the twenty eighth. Um how you doing, Ben? How you doing? I think we should go with you. It's your birthday. What did you do? Did you have a good day with your kids and whatnot? Yeah, it was it was a real nice day. Um so I don't know, I think I've mentioned it on the Discord here and there or maybe on Twitter, but my youngest daughter actually shares my birthday with me. She was born on, on my birthday. So it's pretty much about her now. I've been hijacked, but that's totally fine. Speaking of gifts that keep on giving, actually, she's the gift that keeps on giving. So she turned seven. I turned 39. We had a party. We're still eating pizza. Apparently, when baby daddy ordered the pizza on his app, um, I guess there was some sort of like lag or issue with the app or something, and he thought it didn't go through. Basically, he ordered three pizzas twice. Oh, no. <laughs> it's okay. It's not about the money. But we had like six extra large pizzas. So everybody last night went home with like a third of, of a pizza. It was, And we're still eating pizza. We have like a half of an extra large pizza left. So pizza that was cool. Love pizza. And I made uh, lasagna and fried chicken and a salad myself, you know, just to save money. I just bought it and made that stuff myself. But we had a ton of pizza. And we had a good time, you know, my, my kids' friends came over and his family was over. It was just very nice, very low key. Um, I wanted to get a shout out to Vanderlyle. So I logged on to Notokas today. I'll tell you about that later. My what did I do and wow, but I logged on to Notokas today, which is my my Worgen hunter who's in Uno Moss. And I had mail and I'm like, that's weird. She doesn't really get mail. I, was, I figured it was like, oh, from the postmaster or something. Um, so I opened my mail and it was from Vanderlyle. And it said, please use this present to slay your foes and defend the alliance. Happy birthday. <laughs> I didn't want to say alliance real loud. <laughs> Honestly, I'm, I'm with you. I love Proud more. And, I'm, and I, because of that, I'm not leaving. But Horde is I love Uno Moss and I love my Worgen. I'm just I'm just being a bitch about it at this point. It was funny. So he gave me a, a eye level 35 blue item called Ranger's Bow. I did put a screenshot on the Thralls Balls Discord. Don't forget, check out www.thrallsballs.com. Right, Wolves? 
Um, yes, it'll, yeah. it'll yeet you right into the server. And I'm just going to take a second to mention that at some point I want to put together a proper website. But anyway, that's a neither here nor there. Continue. So, so I did, um, I took a little screenshot on like the, the bulwarks of like Stormwind, uh, last night when I was a little faded, you know, after my birthday party and made a, like a little mog and with my little basic bow. And I was like, Oh, I told Vanderlei, I was like, thank you very much. You made me feel like a pup again. So. <laughs> nice. And also, um, that Necrolords print that I mentioned, I think last week or two weeks ago that I ordered for myself came. Yeah. And this thing is fucking gorgeous. I opened it and it literally almost took my breath away. I don't have a frame for it right now. So it's in the envelope, like just under some books in my room so that it doesn't like curl or do anything weird. But I definitely need to buy a frame for it because it is beyond what I imagined. And if you guys want to check it out, check out um, at Ice Wreath, Ice Wreath or Ice Wreath Art on Twitter. You can just look for Ice Wreath and they'll come up. I think it's Ice Wreath Art. Well, if you Sorry, need a frame, today I learned Bent is really good at frames. He's the frame guy. Yeah, frames. It's uh, all about and, framing that. And I'm not going to explain that any further. Uh, are you going to frame up a joke about um, drinking moonberry juice for two hours? No, you know, no, no, no. had not even had that in the notes. Uh, but um what I, I forget her handle but she is um a wow tweeter person so like somebody Lich, who's known on Twitter. Lich, Lich queen katie yeah posted like lady moonberry and then there's moonberry juice i feel like there's a disgusting connection here or something like that we and, went way off the rails with this one <laughs> yeah uh important question though circling back what kind of pizza was it where did you get it from so it's from this place in Chicago, this little local joint. And that's we like why it's to... important. Yeah, it's a small business. Yeah, it's called Fat Chris's Pizza and Such. If anyone in Chicago wants to check that out, it's very good. Um, we got a bunch of pepperoni and sausage. And then my kids actually enjoy the distasteful ham and pineapple. <laughs> Chicago, you're not supposed to eat that in Chicago. I think it's all right. You're not whatever. supposed to eat that in general. Pineapple does not go on pizza. And you excuse you. Excuse you. Pineapple oh no. and pizza go together like lamb and tuna fish. Or spaghetti oh. and meatball. Meatball. I, I, I'm not a huge fan. I'll eat it. It's whatever. It's just like joke in Chicago. It's not a Chicago. You're not supposed to do it or whatever. And the most hilarious part is that my kids pick off the pineapple and they just say they like the flavor, but they don't like the texture of the pineapple. So they basically eat pineapple juice and ham pizza, I guess. I don't know. And then we got um, barbecue chicken with like bell peppers and onions because that's delicious. I mean, it's an important question for to have asked is where the pizza came from because you're in Chicago. I mean, come on. Yeah, check out a local joint, y'all. Uh, it's called Fat Chris's Pizza and Such, and it's actually really fucking good. I didn't know Bent put on a lot of weight and opened a pizza joint. Anyway, um, I guess we can go from there to what have we been up to in WoW, Gershom? We may Wait. as well start with you. No, no. We need to go back and explain uh, why the fuck you put ranch dressing on oh, the cupcake. We're already yeah. talking about gross food. You That's may as well right. tell us okay. about that. So I mentioned that without explaining it on the last episode. 
and I can't remember if it was Immune or Slide Whistle wanted to know why the fuck I put ranch on a cupcake. So here's the thing. Um, a couple years ago, there was a podcast I really enjoyed listening to uh, from two people who don't, I don't think they're really so much in the public eye anymore. In fact, I know one of them actively pulled away from the public eye, so to speak. But they were Techie Taco and Perfect Nomad. So a few of you listening might recognize those names. They had a podcast that they called Blizzmates. And they discovered after doing the show that they had the same birthday. So when their conjoined birthday came around, I decided to you know, make a little video for them for their birthday because they had both mentioned that they, that ranch dressing does not belong on shit. Or I can't remember if they like strongly disagreed with each other or if they both hated ranch dressing. But either way, I grabbed a cupcake and a bottle of ranch and I turned on my camera on my phone and I said, happy birthday, Techie and Nomad. This one's for you and fucking drenched the cupcake and ranch and took a bite. What was that like? <laughs> uh, it was hell. Hell in a cake. Well, you seem like the one friend that then there's always one friend in a group of people where like everyone's like, I'll give you $20 to eat the most disgusting food con concoction you could think of. And you're just like, bet and do it. I'd have done it for free, bitch. We had a friend in high school that was the same exact way. Fucking, I do. I'm not gonna. I mean, no one would know who he is, but his name was Mark. But uh, he would eat. Mark like, Smith? No, 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 no. His name was Mark Strauss. <laughs> but uh, he would eat something nasty anytime you asked him. And I think one time, I think the grossest thing he ever ate, and he and he swallowed it. He got a bite of it down. But he put tuna salad in his fucking strawberry shake. Ew. <laughs> you say ew. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that makes the ranch cupcake look like nothing. Anyway, now that my shame is public, what have we been up to in WoW? Let's start with G. What you been doing? Um, so I went a little out of character, uh, which ended up being a good thing. I ran a a mythic with a friend so he had a key for spires of ascension it wasn't high it was like a 10 or something so we we rolled through that and i actually i want to say finally it's not like i was farming it or anything but i got the memory from spire of ascension which is the best for hunters it's called rylax stalkers piercing fangs hmm. i guess it's best for beast master hunters so what that does is every time bestial wrath is active your pet's critical strike chance is increased by 35 percent so basically every minute and a half that i pop that my pet is critting like a motherfucker and that is the best memory um i had a different one i think it was like vitality sacrifice if anyone wants to look it up it was it was it was okay but it was what i had um, and so I ran Torghast like seven more times to get more soul cinders to actually recraft my Lego. So, um, and then, you know, because memories are, are bind on account, I want to do it on no Tokas too. And she's got like one down and she has like no soul cinders. So I've probably got like seven or eight more Torghast runs left. And I'm just cruising through like eights and nines, depending on how I feel. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Just not trying to feel stressed out or nothing. Just just chilling. Just not yeah. dying a bunch of times. Just getting some soul cinders and, and cruising through it. So, um, and it would be nice to have like one character like ready ish for raid i mean ish i'm not huge on raiding but i did mention that i want to try and get into raiding in 9.2 mm -hmm. and learn the raid from the beginning so uh actually led me into thinking though about how excited i am to get uh the second legendary when 9.2 comes out i think that's gonna be fun and i'm sure some this has been talked about already but whatever i hope we can add a memory to that one too i guess if you craft it you're gonna have to get a memory right uh i'll be honest with you i don't actually know i've decided that i'm going to figure out all that after the patch goes live because i know i will forget if i look it up now i do a lot of figuring out as i go too but there is a memory i already have called um bag of munitions which is um when you apply death chakram it, it applies explosive shot to the first two targets that Death Chakram hits. And I've used this as an anima power in Torghast. And it is awesome. Like you throw your Death Chakram and whatever you hit just just disintegrates. It's it's so much fun. I know it's like Necrolord is, and the Death Chakram is unpopular, but it is really fun. And this has actually been confirmed by uh, Mufzi as the next best memory. Mm. Uh, yeah, so he's on Twitter. Check out Mufzi. He does all things Hunter. And he writes for Wowhead, too. So I actually was reading his guide. And he said um, that he confirmed that, yes, the Rylock stackers, um, piercing fangs. That was a very Chicago-y way to say that. Stackers. Um, stackers. <laughs> Rylock stackers. Um he did, he did help me confirm that that was the best memory. I was pretty sure it was. And then he said that bag, that he thought that Bag of Munitions was the next best. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool because that's the one I wanted. And then other than that, um, I played Notokus a bit. Oh, and I was, this is funny. I was um, checking to see if she had all her mounts in like Stormwind and stuff. And I realized that she didn't have the fastest flying skill for some mm. reason, like I just never bought it and it's called Master Writing. So No No Tokus is um a master writer now. And I was wondering if Bentolis is the master of um, you know, drinking or eating things. Eating. I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> master <laughs> Well, he's not a master but yeah, he's not a master baiting if he's Eating and drinking that moonberry juice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or producing that moonberry juice. Oh, yeah, I help her produce it. You can get my drift. It, now, was that before if, or if after she flies out of your asshole? <laughs> uh, it's a little bit of both. Alright, uh, is that is that it for you, Gershom? I am totally set. Yep. Uh, right. What's Benton up to? Yeah. Well, I mean, you plaggy kind of gave out the secret of how that juice gets so dark purple um but, uh, it's not supposed to come out purple man but um <laughs> no nah, i've been uh you may need a doctor you're right i might but um what have i been doing oh i think i posted in discord i killed uh mythic kalthazad so now my guild oh, nice. i oh yeah i forgot I, tra I probably said this last week but i was fucked up i transferred to illidan i joined another mm -hmm. guild Hoo yeah so 
you know, we, we did a reclear to get some people fill out their last gear slots so we can really start pounding away at Sylvanas. Um, so that's where we're at. We're just basically going to be banging our heads against her and hopefully kill her before 9-2 drops. And I've been playing my, I've been leveling a monk and I'm actually like leaning towards maybe switching, uh, mains next tier, but, um, I'll probably stick with the rogue because, um, I talked to the guild leader and it looks like we have a bunch of other people willing to play a monk. But yeah, and then that's all I've really been up to in terms of WoW. Um, so yeah, Willie, what have you been up to? I know I know it's something with your Warlock, but I'll let you go more into oh, it. Oh, it's always something with the Warlock. But I first, I thought you already had a, a monk. I did. He's on Proudmoor, and he's Alliance, and he's um. a Brewmaster. So I started a new one who's going to be a Windwalker, because they just slap an AoE. And, okay. Yeah. All right. All right, well, that answers my curiosity. Um, With me... I was all excited to go to the fucking doubloon vendor to see if they had my Twilight Avenger. Guess what? Didn't have the right fucking crates up. So my Void Elf Warlock has not gotten that. My Void Elf Warlock also, I don't know why I'm saying it like that. I honestly, between my Void Elf and my Orc Warlock, both at 60, I was just, basically all I did was, I didn't do very much. I went and did excuse me, Mythic Nighthold and Mythic um, Tomb of Sargeras for Transmog. And I was getting pissed off because I couldn't get Fallen Avatar in Tomb because for those who don't know, the floor disappears in the final phase of um, Fallen Avatar. And there's like this green ooze under it. And if you stand in it, you die. So in Mythic, that floor disappears a whole lot faster because there is a mechanic where people got to stand in the circle-y bit. Actually, that might have been in Heroic too. I don't remember for sure. But you got to stand in the circle-y bit or that section of the floor disappears. And then there's a mechanic where you can't stop the floor from disappearing, but depending on where you have the boss positioned, you can control it a bit. There was only so much I could do on my little lonesome and I couldn't kill him fast enough. And I needed to kill him because he drops the mythic shoulders, at least for the warlock. And I was all pissed off. And then I got a look-alike appearance as like a BOE. So I don't have to do that anymore. Um, as for Nighthold though, um, that's a lot easier because it's an earlier tier. But I didn't get jack fuck from doing it. I got like two pieces between my um, Void Elf and my Orc both. So that's gonna be an ongoing thing. Uh, the reason I want that is because I want to use the I'm partial to the color purple. I want to use the purple mythic transmog from the Nighthold on my human warlock because I haven't leveled him at all. And I want, I have been taking stock of what Drake mounts I have because I'm pretty positive the next expansion will have something to do with dragons as a lot of people suspect. So I want to have a Drake ready so I can just, you know, plot around on my Drake. Other than that, I didn't really do shit. So yeah. That's that's all she wrote. You guys want to do the mixed drink of the week? Fuck yeah! Alright. Well then let's do it. It's time for the mixed drink of the week! Fuck yeah! It's the mixed drink of the week. Before we get into it, I want to stress that 
please only participate in the mixed drink of the week or drink in general if you are of legal age or legal whatever to do so and we are not responsible for anything that may befall you as a result of your own asshattery you make your own choices we're not responsible for that but what we have been doing is we have been going backwards in reverse alphabetical order through the specs of all the classes in WoW and assigning a drink to each spec. Um, we have gone all the way through. We have two left. Right now, today is the Frost Death Knight. So... I uh, lost my spot on my notes. Um, it, the drink is called the Endless Winter or just Endless Winter, whichever you prefer. And I want to know what you guys think is in the Endless Winter Frost Death Knight drink. You want to go first, Christian? No, Ben, this is, this is your section. You go first. So I was a little bit confused. Are we doing it the new style starting this week or when we do the new set of uh, mixed drinks of the week? Like, what do you mean new style? Like how we were going to focus more on the shot and the liquor than like a mixed drink. Oh, that's that's with the next series. Whether we start with the cities or the raid or whatever, that's whatever oh, the yeah, next drink series we're gonna, is. We're going to start doing more like shots, right? Or something. Okay, Sorry. that answers my question. So it's it's winds of winter, right? No, endless winter. Endless winter. I'm thinking of the... Welcome to Chicago. Y'all need to come to Chicago. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right. Here's what's going to be in it. Deep Eddy Lemon Vodka. It's going to be filled to the brim with crushed ice. Blue Gatorade. And a shot of Rumplemint. All right, Gershom. Mine's very different, although his sounds good. Um, I went with, and this is, this is a tall drink, so put it in a tall cup if you want to try this. But it's a shot of vodka, a shot of peppermint schnapps, a shot of Kahlua, a shot glass of coffee creamer, preferably like white chocolate mocha or peppermint, something like that. Doesn't have to be whatever. Um, top it off with cold brew and then garnish it with crushed peppermint candies on top. Okay. Uh, either of both of your drinks would have been probably better than what I ended up going with. Um, see, my my approach to this one was I wanted it to be simple enough that you could make it like at a party, but I don't think I necessarily hit that. Doesn't matter though, because um, I figured I didn't want it to be too much like the Frost Mage. So I wanted the alcohol to be a little bit, let's say spicier, was it spicy, than the uh, Frost Mage. So instead of vodka, it's Jaeger, because it is Death Knight, right? So it's got to be a little deathly, like, you know? So, shot of Jaeger. Um, Bent did get the blue Gatorade, right? Um, I'm going to pour that in quick. Oh, yeah. Sounds so good. So it's blue, uh, but like a deathly blue. Actually, it sort of looks like... The, like, turquoise-ish death magic color from, like, the Necrolords. And that works out, because that's apparently where the Death Knight magic comes from. Um, there is then a little bit of lime juice, to just to bring a little bit of a tinge to it. And the, uh, the final touch is you sprinkle some 
powdered sugar on top of it that immediately dissolves because it's sugar. So, you know, oh, but finish. it looks like snow. it looks like snow, like you drop snow on top of it. Sure. And then it immediately okay. dissolves because it's sugar. But I'm going to go ahead and stir that up. Before I take a drink of this, I'm going to put it plainly what's in it. One cold Jaeger shot, blue Gatorade, and we're not saying the name because why? Because if you say the name, you're a fucking cop. You're Ventolis. a cop. Ventolis is a cop. So blue Gatorade, one shot cold Jaeger, blue Gatorade, lime juice, and powdered sugar. So let's give this a shot over the lips, through the gums. Look out, asshole. Doesn't sound bad, to be honest. No, it's pretty good. I'd drink this at a party. Like, you can taste all the different elements without any of them being overwhelming. I like it. What do you What do you think, Ben? Would you try it? I would try it. No, it, it, it is good. Like, I'm pissed at myself because I, Plaggy, you kind of, like, had this, like, I had the same mindset with you with the Jaeger, but I've been guessing Jaeger, like, almost every other week and not getting it. And I was like, oh, there's no way it's Jaeger this week. And then, <laughs> sure enough, that's what happens. Well, I'm going to give you guys a leg up. Or not, uh, I was like, I need to make something with like blue Gatorade or blue Mountain Dew. And I just, I couldn't do it. I wanted the peppermint flavor so bad. I'm going to give you guys a leg up on next week. It's going to have Jaeger in it. So you must have just bought a new bottle of Jaeger. I did. Um, so yeah, that is the Endless Winter. Next week is the final drink in the spec series, I guess we could call it. And it is the blood boil for the blood death night. Uh, you know what? I'm going to on the fly change the name. I'm still going to do what I have in mind for the, for the name, but for the drink itself. But you cannot have a blood death night drink and not call it death and decay. Come on. So it's going to be... Think... What? Death and decay, I think, fits better with Jaeger. Mm-hmm. So, um... Speaking of next week being the last week in the spec series, I want to remind everybody we do have a poll for what our next drink series should be. It is right now a choice between drinks based on in-game cities. And I'm going to say right now, not necessarily cities you can play in. Like, an example, um, Lordaeron. As, a, as an actual city, not Undercity, Lordaeron. You know, we could end up doing something like that. But the choices are cities or um, all the bosses in order in Ice Crown Citadel. There's a couple people apparently really passionate about the ICC ones on Twitter. So either that or Flurpy was just fucking with me. Probably a little both. I thought I was the only one that voted for the ICC bosses. No, the uh, the <laughs> other saw, guy I in that Twitter thread. I, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I saw myself like as the only one, and there was like twenty seven votes for the cities, which makes more sense. I don't know. I just loved ICC so much. Yeah. Um, also, I want to make it clear that going through boss order in raids is something we were were going to do for a lot of the raids in the game because it's just it is a treasure trove of keeping the drink series alive i want to start with icc because when i think of world of warcraft raids that is the quintessential raid i think of 
And I, I think a lot of people would join me in that. Dude, that's going to take up like a half a year to get through that one. It's 11 bosses, isn't it? I thought it was more. It was like... I well, it was let's a lot more. Uh, Marogar, Death Whisper. Um, then you go up the thing. Then it's Gunship. Uh, Deathbringer, Sarfang. Um, 13 bosses, so three bosses. Uh, yes, I think it's 13. Either way, like that is a lot less than the 36 specializations in the game. Or the 37. I lost track. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, um, regardless of which one wins the poll, we're doing both of those ideas at some point. This is just for which one is the next one we do. So yeah, the poll is up on Twitter. You can find it in the Discord. And if you're not in the Discord already, you can join it by going to thrallsballs.com. I burped. Let's move on to WoW News. Time for WoW News, motherfuckers. Okay, so here is the WoW News section. First things first, my bad, y'all. I got, um, I was totally sure we were going to get some, like, announcement about 9.2 or even 10.0. And I have to own up to reading way too far into uh, what Mike Ybarra offhand said about we have some stuff to talk about this week. I was totally that asshole. And I always like to say... People don't expect things that they didn't say, and then I did. They never said, Mike never said that what they were going to talk about had anything to do with WoW, let alone a 9.2 or 10.0 um, information thing. So don't be like me. Don't expect what they don't say. I was disappointed because I expected something that nobody ever said I was going to get. That said, I want to venture to guess that we will have a 10.0 announcement before the end of February because I'm pretty sure the cancelled BlizzCon line was going to be in February. So, moving on to actual news. Actually, so, can, can oh, I yeah. jump in? One sec oh, so, so, so sorry. I, know, I don't normally jump in on the news. Oh, but, go ahead. Um, I made a mistake last week as well, and I did want to own up to that. I made a comment about uh, the metaverse and <laughs> I misread the GameSpeak interview as well. And I thought that for some reason, Bobby Kotek was referring to like um, VR stuff. And I didn't realize he was talking about like Facebook. I didn't, a, a dead book, I guess that's their dead name or whatever. Um, they're meta now. And when he said metaverse, he was talking about um, people at Blizzard, you know, working for, for meta and stuff like that. And I think, Wooly, you pointed it out. You're like, are you talking meta like the facebook thing and i was like i don't know i was a little drunk last week uh and i did fuck that up but either way i think it's fucked up that bobby kotick said that like oh my team doesn't really have the talent to and we still have to pull in microsoft to you know work in the metaverse i didn't realize he was talking about a specific company like meta oh like, okay you, know, you thought facebook. it meant yeah, meta I thought in the he... literal term of the yeah, word yeah, meta. I did, I did. So I made that mistake. I was a little fucked up last week, and I made that stupid mistake. So, uh, moving on though, my apologies. I just wanted to clear up my own my own dirty past as well. I'll be honest. Whenever I read anything about something shitty he says or does, I just like yeah, that's shitty. But in this case, I think he was talking about the people at Facebook and or at Meta not being talented enough to do with Activision's uh, products. 
I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I made though. like a whole, I, I bungled that for absolutely sure. So I apologize to, to the swingers. I, I fucked is, up that uh, whole comment so much. <laughs> no reason to apologize to anybody about calling Bobby Kotick a piece of shit. Because he is a piece of shit. Anyway, so in actual news, um, there are some tier set specifics that Blizzard did talk about this week. And my understanding is some things have changed. I'm not a big PTR guy, so I don't really know 100% how it was before. But I do know people wanted tier set tokens and they weren't a thing. But now they're going to be tokens instead of the pieces themselves. So what I wrote last night while doing the notes was, I'm exhausted as I type this, so I can't quite make sense of the words on my screen. So here are the highlights according to Wowhead. So I guess I'm just going to say what the uh, the people at Wowhead took away from the uh, blue post. They said, the creation catalyst, which is the tier set crafting, um, will be open eight weeks after the content update. So I guess we're not going to be able to do that right away. The creation catalyst charges are global. I don't exactly know what it means by charges. Is that like how many times you can use it? Uh, which means that an alt multiple weeks into the expansion will have multiple charges and can craft a set almost immediately. So that's cool. Uh, they said double the loot was dropping from tier bosses on the PTR. And now bosses will instead drop tier tokens instead of the pieces directly. So, I mean, I think that's good. That's kind of what people wanted was the tokens. It just, I don't know. I don't mind getting the piece directly, but something about the tokens and not having to worry about getting the fucking chest four weeks in a row and getting nothing else. Wait, maybe I, I forget. I might be sounding stupid right now, but that's okay. No. No, you you got it though because like um so these pieces I think are going to be called cosmic flux. From what I saw on Wellhead, they're called cosmic flux. And I'm not sure how this is going to work at all. I don't play the PTR and I do prefer to do things organically, so we'll see how it goes. But it will be nice if the track you were on is like you don't have to worry about the same tier piece dropping again and again, I guess. And you can craft it. Uh, ben, do you, do you know anything about this? You rate a lot more than I do. Yeah, yeah. So Cosmic Flux isn't the pieces. It's it's the currency that you use or whatever. It's the the input you put into the catalyst to make your shit. Um, so I think the purpose of giving tier tokens, though, is that um, it's easier to gear your rate up more, right? Because like each tier, like if a token drops, it's going to be like there's one for like rogues. Uh, it's oh, like three okay. three classes in one, right? It's not and just like, oh, rope around. Yeah, so like you get it and it's like, oh, I can't use this. And you're not like, oh man, like all my leather people have this in a raid. You got like a cloth and a plate person or a male person with you too. So you'd be like, oh, you need this? Here you go. So I think it's just a way to help like, you know, spread the gear out and get people geared. Because I know a lot, of the, a lot of people were complaining. That's why they added in the um, change in 9.1.5 with the, the shards because there are people running, you know, heroic clearing it every week and not getting their their specific items. So I think that's the um, 
um, offset that. I like that it'll be eight weeks after the content comes out because then, you know, you don't have people with no lives just farming in yeah. the new zone and gearing, you know, it's just stupid. I think eight weeks is fair because you'll have most of your pieces and then you could, you know, you could fill out whatever you need to fill out. Nice. Um, I think that's all we really need to say about that. It sounds like a good system. Although it sounds like a problem that was created uh, by personal loot only. Just saying, if it was Master Looter and you got the specific pieces, you could still shuffle those around. All I'm saying. All I'm saying, yo. Um, but moving on, we have confirmation that I don't think anybody expected this not to be a thing, but we do now have confirmation that there is a raid skip again. The, uh, the item that you get for the quest to get the skip is the Mourn Fragment. And you gotta get such and such number. I think it's four of them, isn't it? That's typical. Um, to yeah, unlock four. the skip per difficulty. Yep, yeah, four. So this is the Mourn Fragment. It's not really news, just a confirmation of what we would have expected anyway. Um, I feel like taking a step away from that would have been a step backward. So I'm... I'm just glad to see it's continuing. Um, in We haven't had to say much about the uh, Activiz stuff going on, uh, but there is something to mention now. Activision Blizzard declined to voluntarily recognize the Game Workers Alliance Union, which people immediately reacted to with all of the spiciness. But, like... I kind of expected them to decline it because they are shitty. And if they were the kind of company that would have recognized it without putting up a fuss, the union wouldn't really have been needed. So I think this is just a big confirmation that they need to have this because they're being treated like garbage. And according to something, it was either Raven Software put out or Activision themselves, they said that they just could not come to an agreement on like being recognized and whatnot, which basically to me means that they couldn't kick these people into doing what Activision wanted. Like, do you really expect a company that was going to hire a union busting firm specifically to avoid unionization to suddenly be accepting of this kind of thing? So this is exactly what I expected. And honestly, I think requesting voluntary recognition is only a formality because now the uh, Game Workers Alliance Union can move forward with petitioning for legal recognition by the National Labor Relations Board. So, honestly, if there had been some agreement that Activision had found favorable, it probably wouldn't have been great for the union anyway. So just keep fighting, y'all. Go little rock star. Do you guys think that um, when Microsoft takes over, it's gonna be any different? Like, what is, yes. does, any, does anybody know? Uh, I know uh, Bent knows more about this than I do, but um, I've heard like general panderings about Microsoft basically handling things that Blizzard is challenged with um, much better and in different ways. So do you think the unionization culture is gonna change? I don't think so. I think once they get their union set up, um, it'll perform the necessary tasks that even if Microsoft were to be shitty about it, which I don't think they would, 
um, they got that protection. That said, That's Microsoft is really strict about um, like sexual harassment in the workplace, which granted, this is not the only thing that sparked the union. This was to do with Raven workers getting laid off right before the holidays. Um, but in my opinion, like as far as how games in general work, Microsoft has a history of not being as restrictive with the the game developers underneath them. Even if they do push for stuff like, hey, we want this on the Game Pass or, um, you know, things like that. Like, in WoW, things like the... Um, actually, that's a bad example. I was going to say th things like the game, the item shop or whatever were basically all Activision, but Microsoft does that too either way i think i think once it moves over the employees will be happier in general no i think uh what i meant was like do you think i mean so so far these people at blizzard have even had like the hardest time unionizing like is microsoft is microsoft gonna make that easier i guess I no think so. so what's gonna happen is because nobody wants to unionize at microsoft because microsoft treats their employees really good they pay them oh, well. They give okay. them a good time off. They 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 have all these like benefits. That's you never hear. Like if you look at Microsoft, like their employee satisfaction rate, it's like ninety five percent. So it's a process because when you acquire a company, it takes time to happen. And then you know you gotta you can't just flip a freaking switch and all of a sudden you know they're 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 Microsoft, right? It's gonna be a process. But I think the calls to unionize will kind of subside because they're going to be treated the way they deserve to be treated at Microsoft. They I will get paid more. They will get, you know, Microsoft, like, as you said, Willie, like, the second you get, like, any sort of sexual harassment, they just drop you because they have uh, thousands of people who would fill your role. Mm -hmm. Honestly, though, I think because of how long it's going to take the deal to close, the union will be recognized before then. So I don't think it'll be detrimental to have that union because if something were to change track, they'll have the protection they need in place. But I don't think they're going to need to really use it. Yeah, that's fair. I, 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 I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, we can move on from this because thankfully there was some news about all this Blizzard stuff that Activision Blizzard stuff that didn't make me want to punch somebody because I kind of expected Activision to be shitty. Um... There have been some changes to the flying requirements in Xerath Mortis. I don't know what it was before because, like I said before, I don't really go on the PTR. But now it is a meta achievement called Unlocking the Secrets, and it is an account-wide progress. Meaning, if you get one of the achievements on one character and another of the achievements under the meta on another, they both count toward it. Uh, from what I understand... All except one of these achievements can be achievements. Is that what I said? Can be done very quickly after getting to Xerath Mortis, except for um, an achievement called a means to an end. That requires doing the 9.2 campaign, and that is to use a buzzword, time gated a little bit. But you should be able to complete that in week three. So too long didn't listen, or too long didn't read. Week three, we should be able to fly in Xerath Mortis. Um, I am of the opinion that because we got flying unlocked in Shadowlands anyway, we should just be able to fly there. But that's just, you know, that's just me. 
It did Wait take, a minute. It, it took three weeks though in Shadowlands. It did. It took exactly three weeks. So this is uh this is a pattern, right? I mean, this is right. Wait a minute though. We're gonna get flying in Zareth Mortis before we but get not fucking in flying in Corthia. <laughs> Fuck Corthia. <laughs> what is this bullshit? Yeah, we're not bullshit. gonna need to go to Corthia anymore. It doesn't matter. We should have gotten flying to Corthia in week three. That's fucking. Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm pissed. I'm Damn, you aggravated. are? Oh shit, Ben's just going off. <laughs> because Corthy is so annoying because you gotta walk on the ground everywhere and then I gotta take that stupid like bird over to that one area. Like, no, give me five. To the vault, yeah. to the vault or whatever. Yeah. Oh, it is I, I wonder if this does, like, say if I did want then, to Corthy, if know I would why? be able to fly. You know why, though? Is because they don't want you to be able to fly and get melee. Have you ever tried to get melee? Do you guys have melee? No, I, I have like I have nope. five out of six on melee, and it's like, dude, climbing these cliffs and fucking finding the path around and fighting your way through like all those stupid metal motherfuckers to get to melee. Like, I have five out of six after what, like months and months and months of trying. I don't really go to the maw much. I I try not. Well, to. she's in Corthia. Corthia yeah, is in I, the maw. Yeah, I know, I know, but it's a different maw. Anyway, um, I don't remember how far into 9.1 it was that we were able to unlock flying. It might have been the three weeks, like you mentioned, but I don't remember. Um, next thing we got to talk about. There is a new mount on the shop called Wenlo. He is the year of the tiger shop mount, and he's this winged kitty cat armored blue ghosty tiger. Uh, is a tiger. He goes, grr, and he flies, and he's blue. Um, he's also part of a bundle with a six-month sub, and you also get a goblin gumbo toy in TBC Classic. Um, basically, oh, you get what? this guy for free. I don't know. A toy. I didn't read it. I didn't read what it does because I don't play BC Isn't Classic. is gumbo food? Gumbo is food, but it's a toy. Yeah, it's a, pot, it's a pot of food you could put down that makes you, like, breathe fire. I don't know if it's in retail, but it's a, definitely in TBC Classic. Yeah, no, it's so only it's in, in Classic. Some, oh, okay. It's in TBC Classic. You get a toy called Goblin Gumbo where you can put down a pot. And uh, there goes that Chicago fucking accent again. Um, I didn't notice it. <laughs> nice. Um, I've lived here for like 15 years now. But you eat it and you can breathe fire after a bit. So if you eat I mean, like a few scoops of the gumbo, you get like, oh, uh, you can breathe. It, you just start breathing fire on people. I don't think it does damage. It's just like a cosmetic, but it's it's pretty funny. I'm a warlock. I can fart fire. I mean, it comes out of my feet, but I'm farting fire. Um, so basically you get this mount free with a six month sub if you already have it. So like the other stuff they did. I know people don't like store mounts personally. This doesn't really affect me. I'm not so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna waste energy being upset about another thing coming to the store mount. Do I wish we could get it all just by completing tasks in game? Sure, but I don't care that much. That said, store stuff is controversial. But what's more controversial is um, over in China, they have with their six month bundle. They can also get a spectral tiger mount that is also only usable in TBC Classic. And I'm jelly about that, but I also don't think it's a good idea at all because if everybody's special, nobody's special. You know, like if everybody has this mount, nobody's gonna really want it anymore. 
that that said, it just I don't know exactly how this all shakes out. I don't know if they got to play BC back in the day at all, because I know it took a really long time for them to be able to play Wrath of the Lich King, because there are a lot of local Chinese laws that have to do with depictions of death, and I don't know how much of that falls under the realm of demonic shit, like with Burning Crusade. I don't know. So I don't know if they had the opportunity to get the Spectral Tiger in the first place, which, even though that was a trading card i don't know i just don't know mainly I think you're right though i think they didn't get a chance yeah they're, they're very strict about it. like i was reading an article the other day and you know the movie fight club yes you know how it like blows up the building at the end spoilers but yes they in china they had changed the ending where it just goes black before the building goes up and it literally just says the cops came and saved the day because like the, no oh movie in china can end with the police looking like villains. It has to end with the police and authority winning out. Oh my god, fucking China. But anyway, like I said, mostly this doesn't affect me positively or negatively, so I just don't care enough to be upset about it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, amount doesn't really make the make or break the game, right? So, like, if people want to spend the money on six-month subscription, then let them do it. Like, why, why do you care so much? Yeah. I've actually never seen Fight Club. We don't talk about it. Yeah. World number one, you don't talk about it. But okay. no, it's a well, good movie. You should watch it. I should check it out, but I do think that the mount is actually pretty. And the special where it jumps up like way high into the sky and spins around is pretty cool. But it's kind of a sad point. I um, couldn't find a very good mogger pet to match it. And actually, I tried a couple of my tunes to go naked and it still looked weird. Like this mm. mount is so well designed and so multicolored that I was basically having trouble like mogging with it. So it'll sit in my stable, I guess. That's unfortunate. The mount it is, itself but... does remind me of the monk mount, Ben Lu, except this <laughs> one has wings. Ben Lu does not say... have wings. I was going to say, I prefer my tiger mount to tell me I drink too much. I love Ben Lu. He's the best. Isn't that the one, uh, Bent, that told you, like, you've had too much to drink or something? Yeah, he tells you you drink too much. He, like, talks to you when you're flying around. He's pretty cool. Uh, honestly, if I were to ever switch to a monk, which I won't, but if I ever were, I would never use another mount. Just Ben Lu. I can agree. Okay, one last bit of news to get through. Um, Blizzard has an unannounced survival game that they came as close to announcing an unannounced title without announcing it as you can get. Basically, they're like, hey, we're hiring specifically for this unannounced survival game. Um, I want to see what that's going to be like. I'll play it. It's not WoW related. Um, and there's not a lot to say because it is still unannounced. We don't know shit about it. But if you like survival games like Ark, uh... Minecraft is technically a survival game. Don't come for me. But, you know, it, it'll it be worth playing, I think. I want to try it. I'm going to play it, probably. And I'm also excited about it because it is, like, a whole new world in the Blizzard universe. Like, it's not, hey, here's Jim Raynor, or, hey, look, Sarah Kerrigan's here, or that's Illidan, or fucking Lilith from Diablo. No, it's its own thing. So I want to see what that's going to be like. 
Anyway, if you will work in the games industry and you're intrigued, check out the uh, link in the show notes. It'll take you to the Wowhead article about it, and it'll get be able to get you going from there. So that is it for the news. We don't have any tea bags to read out this week, and this will probably be the last time I'll explain what a tea bag is. The tea bag is where we read your reviews online. Um, oh, I guess there is one little bit of news that I want to mention. It's not um, WoW news. It's our in-game guild specific. I'm going to be... I don't know when, but I'm going to be changing the name because every time I've logged into a character that's in that guild, I get messages from people asking if it's a sex thing. So I'm going to just ch- I'm going to be changing the name from the Swingas to Swing Low. I wow. don't know when I'm going to do that. <laughs> really? Oh, holy shit. Yeah. Wow. You didn't even tell me that in like DMs or Oh my god, that sounds silly. <laughs> yeah. I I kind of forgot about it until right now. Anyway, let's move on to question of the week. Question, question, bub, bub, the week, the week, the week. It's the question of the week. So last week we asked, how do you make a guild? Wrong answers only. Aaron says, draft up an alliance guild, name it after a notorious horde war criminal, and spam people's whispers to invite them. And he puts in quotation marks, the MSU WoW group experience. So... These guys keep making references to their own lives and like I'm here for it, but I don't understand it. I'm assuming this is like when he and Immune and Slide started playing the game. They kept getting whispers from people for some Garrosh did nothing wrong bullshit. I don't know. Who wants to read the next one? I'll read it. Uh, Immune says all good guilds start as a drunken orgy in the Goldshire Inn. Even if and, you don't get a guild out of it, you know. And I gotta say, I mean, if you don't get a guild, you get... Actually, no, wait. Isn't Lion's Pride Tavern a guild? I uh, don't know. Maybe somebody did. I mean, Proudmore has a lot of guilds on it. I, I think know. that's more of like a community. Is it? I think. Have you guys Have you guys ever been? I've actually never been. Uh, to what, Inn? I've never been to the Goldshire Inn on... Uh, on Moonguard? Moonguard? Yeah. I've, I've gone been. there to see if it was really as weird as people say, and it was. I For was real? Horrified. I've never been. I always chickened out. <laughs> you remember you were talking about like that you do like it was one of your earliest episodes, Willie. I think you were just doing it and you were talking about like how you had like an unnamed friend who like would make fun of people that went there and then like you found out like he was in there all the time and everyone thought it was me. Yeah, I remember. Wait, everyone that. thought it was you. <laughs> yeah, everyone thought it was me. Like, was well, it like, you? No, this no, is no, a, no. This is a friend that I've known a long time out of outside of video games, and he was doing that. And yikes, dude! I actually asked a friend, uh, an online friend, one time. I'm like, I was super drunk, and I was like, "Let's go over there. Let's roll characters on Moonguard, and let's go over there." And he was like, "No." My wife be super pissed and I was single and I'm like, oh, and I just didn't want to go by myself. It was like kind of like when you go to a swingers party, you don't want to go by yourself. <laughs> I uh, wanted to go with a I've friend and he was like, my wife would be pissed. So I, I never went. All right. Who wants to read the next one? I will. Slide Whistle says, you got to make you make a go by being GM and stealing the money in the guild bank. 
then going on a five-month road trip across the country, leaving your quote-unquote grandchild in charge. I, why is it got to be a grandchild? Why can't it be like your son or your daughter? I, I feel like this is a specific story. Yeah, Slide, you're going to have to fucking elaborate more in Discord. I'm pretty sure they mentioned it on their show, but I don't remember. I feel really bad. I I don't. Th I think I've listened to only like five episodes by them. It's he actually he actually finished up and he said so by leaving your grandchild in charge. Bam! New guild created in your absence immediately. And so Aaron responded, "Just got to make sure you include the step where you change the guild name from from its original to an epic OG name." And this actually has to do with how Uno Mas was born. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. This is actually how Uno Mas was born. And I'm not going to elaborate because I don't know all the details. But they, they were in a guild. Uh, I can't remember the name. There was this shitty guild name, uh, guild leader whose name was Credibility, I believe, or something like that. And he basically, like, the only people that he would, like, do let the only people that he would let do things in the guild were like his family including his kids and grandkids it was really weird i don't know you're gonna have that to ask weird. them I'm, I'm butchering this it's it's totally weird you have to ask them but it's basically how unamas was born like a bunch of people from this former guild left and that's how they formed unamas there's a dnr episode called new year new guild and I can't remember when it was. It was like in the 60s or 70s of their... So pretty early. Yeah, very early on. Uh, and this was actually had to do with the birth of Unomas. It was pretty cool. I say but... like pretty early, but that's like twice the episodes we have now. No, well, no, it was, it was great though. But this guy, he did actually like just ditch. And then everyone was like, where's the raid leader? Where's the raid leader? And... And they texted him, and, and he's like, oh, text my kid. Like, it was, oh, my God, it was so weird. You're going to have to ask them. I'm I'm elaborating, too. What did you say at the beginning of the episode? We're going to overthink shit? Oh, yeah, I was just referring to um, when I read too much into Mike Ybarra's thing. Yeah, anyway. I just overthought that. No big deal. Next answer we got was from Crucifix. He says, you spam trade chat. Buy all your charter signatures, promote everyone who joins to full guild, mem full guild member and bank ad access, then advertise that you are female looking for recruits for your new guild and offer up a Discord channel advertising that all members can join the Discord, which comes with free only OnlyFans access. You'll surely find nothing but winners this way. Uh, I'd like to think that's incels the guild. You know, that's who you'd find. Uh, new question. What, what is only what is only fans? Oh I've boy. heard people talking about this. Is this oh bad? Boy. This is at, actually part of my answer for the question of the week. At the most basic, it is a content delivery website where people can it's like Patreon. Um, but it's mostly used for people to sell their pornographic videos and photos. So it's a porn patreon it's like a pay-per-view think, think about like an individual having a pay-per-view right like think all right think about like instagram dots right you know who they are 
Yeah. Like the slutty girls that go on there and they post pictures and whatnot. Oh boy. We are a lot treading... of the times a lot of the times they'll have their, their own OnlyFans where they'll po post like nudes and stuff. So instead of putting the nudes out on the you know public internet, you have to pay a fee to see them. So you pay like ten dollars a month and on top of that you can uh you can like tip. Like if you see a picture real like these guys will give you like a fifty or hundred dollar tip. So is Lady Moonberry on OnlyFans? No, no, no. I have a friend who's like, a, he like his, he loves to subscribe to people he we know from like school or bars. Ooh, he that's likes to, he's a weirdo. Yeah, he's a weirdo, but that's what he does. He'll like, he tells me all about it. He'll be like, oh, she just posted this today. I'm like, bro, like we went to like grade school with this girl. Why do you care? I also want to take this moment to point out we're not uh, that uh, use of the word slutty. We're not all three of us on board with that. That's just I'm thrown bent right under the bus here. Way to go, buddy. Oh, it's I didn't mean it that just way. I'm, I'm, I'm just fucking with you. I'm just fucking with you. It's locker room talk, okay? Yeah, but that's essentially what it is. It's like a, it's like a individual pay per view, right? Yeah. It's uh, porn treon, like you said. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say it's. I, I don't. I don't really know if they do. They allow porn, like yes. actual pornography. Yes. Like you could put like a, a a home video on there if you wanted yes. to. I didn't know that. I thought it was just nude videos. Wally sounds very confident about. Can the confirm. There's porn on Patreon. You know, I work at a bank, <laughs> and the amount of people who call saying they had fraud, and it turns out to be like they regret spending money on OnlyFans, or like their kid stole their card and bought something on OnlyFans. It's Whether hilarious. Wife found out they were on OnlyFans. Yeah. Um. Anyway, what are your guys' answers? <laughs> so my answer is going to be the best way to start is pretend you're a female, find an OnlyFans account, post that you'll get free access to this account if you join the guild and deposit 50 gold a month. Wait till you get like thousands of people in the guild and take all the gold and then leave. That's actually really similar to what I was going to say. I was going <laughs> to say, you make a cesspool guild, you get that automatic invite thing, and you just have everybody contribute to a bank over and over, and you keep spamming people, and you don't have an actual guild, you just have a uh, passive gold generation. Big that, brain. This fucking preach calls that a cesspool guild, and that's exactly what it is. Uh, Gershom, you got an answer or nah? Yeah, I mean, really, the only time I ever started a guild was with, like, friends. And they just all signed the guild charter. This is, like, the least wrong answer. I literally, the only two times I started a guild, I just had, like, ten friends who were able to sign it. And I didn't have a lot of difficulty. No porn involved. No porn involved. That's a shock. Um, That's an okay. episode title is what that is. <laughs> No, I've already written down the episode title. Aww. You'll appreciate it, though. New question. What keeps you playing during this tumultuous period in WoW's history? If you're not playing, but you still listen to WoW podcasts, we just want we want you to know we love you. We appreciate you. What would bring you back? You can answer on Discord, thrallsballs.com. You can answer on Twitter, at thrallsballspod. You can answer in email, thrallsballspodcast, at gmail.com. Actually, I'd be interested to know what uh, keeps you connected to the WoW community if you're not playing. I'm not sure I have an answer. Um, I, I know we have at least one listener who isn't currently playing the game. 
Um, I'm not going to call them out in case they wouldn't appreciate it. But we have at least one listener who listens actively and regularly who is not currently playing. So it would be, I would love to hear their answer. So let's move on to the TB draft uh, for our last segment of the day. I still don't have a bumper for it because I'm having trouble getting it all to work in the way that in a way that doesn't sound fucking stupid. So it's time for the draft. Last week we drafted a five-man dungeon team. Uh, Bentolis made the Bentolis trifecta, and that was with Anduin as a healer, Malfurion as a tank, Thrall specifically Elemental Shaman Thrall. Matthias Shaw, and Lorewalker Cho as DPS. Gershom's team was Kids Suck My Team Fucks, with Lothar as a tank, Taronda as a healer, Rexar, Ronin, and Flynn Fairwind all as DPS. My team was Team Truck Nuts, with Ursok the Big Ol' Bear Boy as a tank, Velen as the healer, Illidan, Rathian, and Illyria Windrunner as DPS. Now, at the time I wrote these notes, uh, Gershom and I were tied with three votes and Bent had two. I checked right before we started recording and uh, I actually pulled ahead. So I have four, Gershom has three, Bent has two. But because I've already written a draft order, we're going with the draft order we have um, for this week. I forgot to say what we're drafting. We're drafting an Elotion, an Elotion. We're drafting an Ocean's Eleven style heist, except it's like Woolies Five or Gershom's Five or Bent's Five or whatever. It's it's a heist team. Don't overthink it. Goddamn. In the event of no change, oh wait, no, that was old thing. There was a change, but we're still going with this draft order. Um, it'll be Bent, me, Gershom, Gershom, me, Bent, rinse and repeat. Because somebody's got to fall on the grenade of being in the middle slot and not having two picks in a row. And that'll be me. So, starting with Bent. Who is your first pick for your heist team? I will say I was really drunk when we did that last draft. I think I actually voted for you the next day, Willie. Your That's team. fucking hilarious. <laughs> you didn't vote for yourself? What the fuck? I looked at Wooly's team and no. I was like, Illidan, yeah, and then Rathian, like, you know, my uh, homoerotic, oh my like, God. fan fiction, Rathian and Anduin. And then oh Illyria's okay God. there. But I anyways, love Illyria Windrunner. She's okay. She was cool as, like, a boss. You that. said homoerotic. Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like I, I want to tell him he wants Anduin and Rathian to I'm here and for it. And then we're gonna kill Terralian because he's a bigot. He wants Anduin to pack Chalamane into Rathian's cloaca. It's fine. Isn't it? Oh, it's not cloacas. It's cloacae or something. Yeah. Oh. Apparently, right, that's we let's... could dedicate an episode to that later on. Yes. Okay. My first pick is for my heist. Now, I just want to clarify because I think we did this last week, but again, I was really drunk, so apologies again. Are we allowed to class stack or does no. this, this draft doesn't matter, right? N no, we're, we can't stack classes. And actually, I want to point out real quick, this was suggested to us by Vanderlyle. When we take a suggestion from the community, I want to make sure we credit the person. This was Vanderlyle's suggestion. And specifically, he asked no class stacking. I don't know if that means we can have multiple, like two of one class. I don't know. I'm not thinking of it that way anyhow. Okay. 
So I am with my first pick overall. I don't know how you can go with anyone but kill Jade and the Deceiver. Oh, because he can. Wow. <laughs> that is not what my 101 would have been. You know what? The first time I actually ran the fucking Sunwell and he jumped up out of that shit, I actually yelled at my at my computer. I was scared as shit. I was like, "Oh my god, he came out of my computer!" <laughs> I never, I never did the Sunwell, so I don't know what you're talking I don't... about. Oh man, he climbs out and it's like, uh, it's not that scary, but it was like, "Oh my god, it's Kill Jaden!" I was, I was freaked out. And then when you see him into Sargeras, like right in front of fallen avatar before you actually fight him he's like not that much bigger than player characters so like I, I think this dude's got a shrink ray somewhere uh my first pick and this is my clear 101 i don't know who you could possibly how you could not pick her valira sanguinar bro she like for those who don't know she is a blood elf rogue she like her whole thing is espionage and getting into places she can't she's not supposed to be going like come on man come on all right gershom you're up and you have all two right. picks here oh i get i get two okay so i'm picking the brains i pick a kelthazad human kelthazad not undead kelthazad all right so, as a, a mage in the Council of Six, I believe yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, he's the brains. And then for the brawn, I pick Draka. I'm just saying brawn because I'm I'm telling you why these people are part of my team. So, Kel'Thuzad as the brains and Draka as the brawn so far. And Draka's kind of a double whammy. You got a strong pick there because she can also stealth like a rogue. I was actually thinking about her original oh, okay. uh, so, form, though. Not her Shadowlands form. Alive Draka. Yeah. Draka's the brawn. She's okay. going to beat your ass. Um, Alright, I'm up. I want to take... I need someone who's, like, really, really fucking smart. Because they need to plan everything, like... Hmm. Okay, so the Black Dragon flight is pretty uh pretty shifty and they're pretty good at lying. And I think the best one of them who was the best at lying managed to stay in the Stormwind court in human form for who fucking knows how long right next to the fucking oh, prince. Oh, I know. I know who you're going to say. I am going with uh, Onyxia as Lady Prester. Oh my god. That's such a good take. <laughs> Alright, Bent, you're up. You got two choices. So, I just had a prairie dog moment because I thought you were going to take my character. Um, in the same vein, the black black dragons are very smart, manipulative, and cunning. And I think I'm gonna I know go where with, you're going. I'm going with Deathwing. I gotta oh. go with Deathwing. He tricked the dragons. He had all the dragons fooled that he was a good he guy. He sure did. And dragons are fucking smart, so... I thought you were going to take Nefarian. Nah, Nefarian's just like an egotistical brat. Not nah, that's what's so. That's fair. You All know right. what? You know what, though, Ben? Before I take my pick, or before you take your second pick, I just got to say, I don't think it's fair. I know you've read the novels, too. And I know that, like, he wasn't 
so much good at distracting people as he was at like casting like magic on them. Like remember when Crossus was like, I can sense everything that's going on. And Deathwing was like, he looked at him and he's like, ah, and Crassus like collapsed. Like Coriolis Jaws like collapsed. Yeah, so why so, would I want that on yeah, the I mean, that's a good distraction, but it's magic. It's not like he's good at like lying or anything. I don't but know. I, he I, had the dragons convinced for years, you know? He really like, did. However it did, however he did it, it really doesn't matter. And this whole time he was, uh, you know, a pawn of the old gods. That will so actually was... stick with me for a while, like reading the novels, because like uh, they talk about like Maligos and Notharian like talking and like kind of waggling along like friends and having a good time. And Coriolistraz is like, dude, you're an asshole. Like, stop. And he looks at him and he's like, and he just melts his brain. That was fucked up because before he turned into Deathwing, he the old gods were like making him like hurt his friends, you know, and that that was fucked up. So I guess that is a good distraction. I gotta read that. Uh, ben, who is your next pick? Because you got two here. So I, I actually thought you were gonna go a different route when you said you need someone really smart, and I agree with you. I'm gonna go with someone who's smart and just conniving. I'm gonna go with Gazlo. Gazlo. Damn, that would have been a good... Oh, man, those, those goblins are good at that kind of shit. Yeah, I, I actually thought you were going to go with um, what the the leader of the gnomes. Me Mechatork, I think his name is. Gelbin Mechatork. No, I, I wouldn't go with him because I think he is not enough of a bastard to actually pull off a heist. I think he's too nice. Like, yeah. he's too lawful good. You know? Yeah, I feel like he would like overthink it too. Like he would come up with some elaborate plan when he could just kick the door in. Yeah. So basically, what I'm saying is, you need somebody who's really smart, who's really good at manipulation, who's really fucking good at blending in, and who is a total bastard. So who better than fucking Malganis? The fucking death dreadlord. You can change your appearance and pretend to be someone else and they got that whole denathrius jailer thing going on too so he's always going to be playing 5d chess the whole time he's gonna get he's gonna get the job done you know yeah i can't believe he's your third pick. like now that i think about it he, sh he should be the number one pick for all of us i'm gonna be honest with you i'm making this up as i go because i forgot to make my picks ahead of time well, yep. I do too, but that was a great pick. Well, thank you. Gershom, you, you're up. You got two picks here. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Cordy from the Necrolords. How do you... Oh. Sp that's C-H-O-R-D-Y. C-H-O-R-D-Y, yep. Yeah, he's a little, uh, uh, he's a little abomination dude. He, well, yeah, he's, not he the, says, he's not the squishy he says, one, but... He says, let's find shinies. So oh, I think he'd be very oh, good at perfect. finding treasure. Yeah. Find, yeah, I like it. I like it. What's your next one? And then for my last, I have uh, Lady Vosh as uh, the kind of beauty destruction. Like that that one hot chick that's in every oh, okay. group. Yeah. So uh, Lady Vosh. But in serpentine form because the way her tail moves is just, ugh, it's too much. Yeah. I love it. 
And that actually wasn't your last pick. We all get five and you have four. But um, we'll circle back around to get your fifth. Uh, unless you meant last for like you get the two in a row there. Yeah. Uh, I might have missed one. That's fine. So let's see. So far I have Valera Sanguinar, Lady Prester, and Malganis. Oh boy. Who would I take next? Um, hmm. I feel like the one thing I'm lacking here, and don't get me wrong, they can all fuck shit up, but the one thing I'm lacking is a distraction. So, I need a distraction. And what better to be a distraction than something that's adorable? Let's see. Um... We're gonna go with the Perky Pug. The Perky Pug oh, I Battle love Pet. The perky pug. He's a distraction. He's gonna distract everybody while these other people get the job did. Alright. I ben named mine uh, Baker after my real life dog. Okay, so I'm the next pick, right? I get two of them. Yeah, sorry, I got distracted there trying to wonder why you only have three and the rest of us have four but then i remembered it's because we haven't actually gotten to you yet so these are your last two picks here so i need a distraction as well and i'm going with gershom's route i need an absolute beauty and i don't think there's anyone better to pick than queen ashara she had our whole group hoodwink because she was so beautiful and everyone would do anything for her so i'm taking her as my distraction Okay. I was actually halfway through typing Lady Moonberry. I was going to say, I thought he was going to say Lady Moonberry. Lady Moonberry is wifey <laughs> material. Queen Ashara is like one night in Vegas material. Oh, okay. She's like, she's what you call a practice girl. A woman of the, uh, a woman of the evening. You don't want to practice on, on, uh, Ashara, dude. She knows what's up. Yeah, yeah you gotta, yeah, honestly, dude, your whole team... I mean, I've got it that a bit too, but your whole team, you got to be really careful not to piss them off. Except Gazlo, he's pretty chill. Uh, okay, so who is your last pick? So we need like an oh shit button. If something goes wrong, we need to be able to fix it. So I am taking the King of Time, Nosdormo. Oh shit! Oh fuck! <laughs> oh shit! Oh damn, that's good. That's good. I was going to take Chromie for the same reason, but I don't think I can now because it's like... No, you can. No, it's a direct copy. It, it, it'd be like, it, it's a cheap pick. So, I think my oh shit button is going to have to be... Actually, no, I'm going to rephrase this. You need to be able to get away. You need a getaway driver of some sort. And... The best way to do that is to be able to just fly away. I don't have a pick in mind. I'm hoping it comes to me as I say this. So you got to be able to just fly. Yes, Anixia can turn into a dragon and fly away, but that is a... She's a very distinct-looking dragon. People would know who she is. Oh, somebody needs to be nearby with an airship that you get on and you just float off into the ether. So, we're going to go with the Zeppelin operator Coppernut, I think is their name. 
in Orgrimmar <laughs> that nobody fucking knows about. I think they're a little goblin. I'm going to have to go into the game to double check. But Coppernut, the Zeppelin operator. I may have just completely tanked my draft, but it's better than hemming and hawing and never picking somebody. I thought you were actually going to switch your mind up and take Mechatork because of the gunship. No, like I said, Mechatork is too much, too lawful good. I wouldn't want, um, I wouldn't want such a pure character to go down such a dark road anyway. Okay, so that's mine and your team, Bent Gershom. Who is your last pick? It's my escape artist, and it's the motherfucker with the top hat that drives the fucking uh, <laughs> chauffeur. You know what I'm talking about? The chauffeur thing that you yeah. can... Um, yeah. How am the I going to type this? Um, mount like chauffeur. I'll call it mount it's chauffeur. What is the name of the mount? It's like the Mechatork chauffeur or something like that? Oh, the um. Yeah, it's like the chauffeured... Uh, I'll write mount chauffeur now and I'll look it up. Actually, yeah. you know what? We have the power of the internet at our disposal. What is Wowhead Mount Chauffeur? Uh, chauffeur Chopper. Chauffeur that's Chopper, it. that's uh, it. Chopper, that's for the horde, yep. Okay. So the, the guy that drives that one, get me the fuck out of here. So we're going to call him the Orc-ish, Orcish Chopper Chauffeur. Okay. Um, all right, now the fun part where we name our teams. Bent, your team is Kill Jaden, Deathwing, Gazlo, Queen Ashara, and Nurse Dormu. You actually have two fucking dragons, both of which I might add are enemies, but I imagine they're gonna just cooperate together for this. What are you calling your team? Yeah, it's like Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Um, except they're not constantly in each other's butts. In Pearl Harbor, they were. Uh, I was talking about the dragons, but okay. Wasn't that Josh Hartnett? Yeah, there was. Fuck. <laughs> what's your, what's right. your team name? We're at like almost an hour and a half of this episode. What's your team name? Um, it's awesome. I, Come on. <laughs> it's going to be called the Bentolus Bandits. The Bentolus Bandits. I like it. All right, so... Kill Jaden, Deathwing, Gazlo, Queen Ashara, and Nazdormu are the Bentolis Bandits. My team, I have Valera Sanguinar, Lady Prester, Malkanis, the Perky Pug, and Coppernut, the Zeppelin Operator. What the fuck? Um, uh, we're gonna go with... I'm gonna call my team... Uh, Team Truck Nuts 2 Electric Boogaloo. There we go. Gershom, you have Kelthazad in his human form. You have the alive version of Draka, Chordy, or Cordy, I forgot how you say that, Lady Vash, and the Orcish Chopper Chauffeur. What's your team called? I... <laughs> Super non-creative. It's the Primus's five. The Primus's five. I like it. Oh, you should just call it Primus five. I think it sounds cooler. Okay, Primus five. Primus five. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody listening to recap. Uh, well, no, we just did recap. 
you can listen again to hear them again. And it'll be listed on the poll, which will be up the same day this episode goes live. So be ready for that. Uh, final thoughts. Um, my final thought is I thought everybody knew what OnlyFans was, and I'm happy to know that not everybody knows that, which means there's some hope for the less perverted among us in the world. That you will heal the world of our disgustingness. Who's got the next final thought? Oh, I do. For all y'all criticizing Moonberry Juice being dark purple, I gotta quote a wise man. The darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. They didn't mean that kind of berry. That's Tupac Shakur, by the way, if anyone didn't know. Oh, okay. Gershom, what's your final thought? My final thought is, uh, I want to ask Bent, um, if Lady Moonberry is bad, that you're banging your head on Sylvanas this week. Well, uh, she's up my asshole right now, so she can't even hear us, so. <laughs> but she doesn't know, doesn't hurt. <laughs> Miss Wings can't unfurl her wings from inside your butthole. Anyway, uh, that's going to do it for us, everybody. So go ahead and follow us in all the different places. You can follow us on Twitter at ThrallsBallsPod, at Wooly08, two O's, two L's, and a Y, at Hunter Gershom, G-E-R-S-H-O-M, at Bentolis underscore Outlaw, B-E-N-T-O-L-A-S. Join Discord by going to ThrallsBalls.com and email us with any feedback to ThrallsBallsPodcast at gmail.com. Bye, everybody. We love you. Be good. Bye, swingers.